0: Free Talk Live, you can bring up anything that you want as we kick off another Saturday edition. We're here live in the studio tonight. It's Ian and the Captain. Of course, the phones are open. You can take control of the airwaves here. We always bring in stuff to talk about on the way. Shrooms and cannabis together. Have they studied something uh, new? It looks like they have with colon cancer. Could possibly be... Got something to do with your colon. A cure. We'll uh, talk about that here in a little bit. Also, in the bad news category, China in the Shanghai lockdown situation, which many people probably don't even know is happening, but has been for a few weeks now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're basically just killing people's dogs it seems like and this is a story that is not getting much in the way of media like cops in the u.s no worse um i've got video footage here ostensibly taken recently right you don't know you Mm -hmm. never know um it's you know from china there's it's only 10 seconds long but it's pretty disturbing you've got men Presumably, maybe some women. There, you can't tell. They're in the full-on body suits, like the hazmat hazmat suits. And so there's multiple people in suits in a street. What looks like just any old city street. They've got maybe five or six foot long rods, like with. um, Adjustable rods where you can kind of grab a thing at the end of it. They're so they're using their hands to hold to try to grab these corpses of dogs with these metal rods and then put them into plastic bags. And huh. you can see multiple dogs laying in the street. This isn't. J- there has been some news about one dog that got like kicked to death or beaten to death by one of these agents. Okay. There was video about that that came out a few days ago. And if you look for China or Shanghai dogs killing or whatever, if you search for that, you'll find stories about that and like the government's downplaying it, like, oh, well, he shouldn't have done it like that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that was just one dog. I count a minimum of five in this particular 10-second video that are just laying in the streets with at least five, maybe six of these suited men Dealing with these dead animals and putting wow. them into bags, so the claim is that this is happening to every dog in Shanghai. That they are just exterminating them. Why?
1: Well, due to COVID. Are, are, do they think dogs are spreading COVID or something? Maybe.
0: They certainly. Uh, that was a one of the that was one of the theories during the early days of COVID here. I think they sort of put that one away after a while because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably would upset a lot of people by going around and killing their dogs, but it seems to be something they're doing in at least parts of Shanghai. That's so
1: weird. Uh, it's horrifying. I but- know. I know the situation over there is in all sorts of uh, unimaginable mess. We, I know they have robot dogs rolling around with the uh, uh, what do you call them? The loud horns or whatever strapped to them, and yep, like if they you're out if you're out past curfew or something, like the robot dogs will roam around your neighborhood, man, you are out past curfew. It's time for you to go in. Whatever. You know, they don't say it like that, but.
0: Yep. Uh, In fact, there is another story here from OpIndia.com that talks a little bit about the robot dogs. Uh, And they say that Shanghai is under indefinite lockdown due to a surge in COVID-19 cases. (laughs) There were 20,000 cases reported in Thursday in the biggest city in China. Now, we're talking about a city, I believe, if I recall correctly, about twenty six million people. I, so I mean, this yeah, twenty six million people—that is the size of the state of Florida or Texas, right? Yeah. Like as far as population is concerned, it's a tremendous amount of people. So only twenty thousand of them have COVID, and they're using that as the excuse well, to lock down
1: everyone. I maybe we just sort of live in isolation from, you know, the big cities and, and all that kind of thing, but. It seems to me most people around here, anyway, are, are sort of over the whole thing. The masks Definitely. are gone, you know. Lockdowns are like a thing of the past. People talk about them in the past tense. Oh, it was uh, right about the time lockdown started happening, right? And you are like, oh, okay, so like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. right? You know. But they're locking. I mean, anybody who <laughs> who's a human being has probably been exposed <laughs> to COVID at this point in their life. One would think, as fast as it was supposedly spreading by all the original tracking that they did of all the people and that kind of thing. Uh, if you were going to get it, you got it. If you didn't get vaccinated, you you aren't dying. So that's important to point out that the unvaccinated, uh, well, they seem to be doing just fine. Yep. <laughs> Some of them got it, got over it. Some of them never got it and probably never will. But the
0: authoritarianism continues unabated in Shanghai, where. China, yeah. Uh, the BBC report suggests residents are running out of food. Recently, the city started another round of mandatory mass testing to isolate every case. The lockdown is now on its 20th day. This was written yesterday, or two days ago, yeah. so day 22 today. And there are no signs of any relaxation so far. China is, of course, known for suppressing any voice being raised against the communist administration by its people technologically advanced dragon is now using tech toys to keep a check on its citizens this must be like a translated article or something it's a strange statement technologically advanced dragon uh, several videos have emerged on social media platforms showing drones and robotic dogs being used for announcements and directing citizens to stay inside yeah. Alice Su, senior China correspondent for The Economist, shared a video on her Twitter account. In the video, a drone could be seen making an announcement directing people to not open their windows and sing remember back early on during yeah. COVID, there were videos of people like in San Francisco who were, they were locking down like they were told to, like obedient serfs. But they were singing out their balcony windows to just try to raise their spirits.
1: Well, you know, it's common for slaves to, you know, have songs. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Swing, low, That's right. Coming uh, forward to carry me home.
0: Shanghai residents, this is what the thing said, the The drone that's floating around there in uh, Shanghai. Shanghai residents go to their balconies and sing, oh, sorry, this is what she wrote about it. Shanghai residents go to their balconies to sing and protest lack of supplies. A drone appears. The drone says, quote, please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your soul's desire for freedom.
1: Do not open the window or sing. Holy mega creepy. I mean, it's horrifying so many things going on in china i know um i had something for show prep that talks about they're still harvesting organs yeah i want to talk about that too uh since we're talking china yeah all sorts of crazy things are going on over there and uh, you know what, it, what what are people doing what's people's reaction well they still have their ukrainian flags on their profile pictures mm-hmm. so you know they must be helping yeah <laughs> Nobody says a word about any of it. Like, we, we've we been talking about the China thing, I don't know, a couple of years ago. A couple of years, yeah. You know, uh, talking about the, the. Who, am I pronouncing it right, the Uyghurs, the U I H G U. Sounds good, yeah. Whatever, the, the Uyghurs. Uh, they've been literally uh, being exterminated by, near as I could tell, the Chinese government. Oh, no, it's just a re-education camp. No, no extermination. Uh, they've had organs harvested. Rumors, just rumors. Well, they there's never there's, there's more of that, you yeah. know. Now they've got these robot dogs rolling around. I don't know if folks who are listening are familiar with a television show called Black Mirror. Mm, I've heard a lot about it. It's a great show. Uh, there is an episode called Metalhead in which uh, a dystopian future is envisioned where people, you know, I, I believe uh, are being kept on these sort of reservations and the rest of the areas are being patrolled by these robot dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Boston Dynamic style, the yep. same kind you see in the in the videos of the ones that are roaming around in China. Uh, these same kind, and so they're they're after people. Except instead of being armed with a bullhorn strapped to them, why they've got a firearm installed inside of the snout and and that kind of a thing. So only a matter of time. I I mean, how hard can it be Not to swap hard. that you know speaker out for a firearm? <laughs> People have Something done it with robotic. their own
0: private drones. Yeah. As far as the ones that fly around, they've they've strapped guns to those things.
1: Yeah. If you think governments don't already have guns strapped to drones or yeah. otherwise installed, i got another, another story for you.
0: <laughs> uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. You can join us. The restrictions in China. We'll talk more about that. And don't say it can't happen here. Oh, yeah. Because it pretty it already much did. already did. China yeah. just takes it a little bit further than the rest of the world. Lockdown two, lockdown harder. And <laughs> there's more coming up. It is Free Talk Live's live Saturday show. It's Free Talk Live, live Saturday show. Continuing here, We're talking about China, specifically Shanghai, a city of 26 million people. Locked down due to COVID. How many course, million? Twenty six million. Good Lord. That is one of the most populated cities on the planet. It wouldn't surprise me if it's in the top five. It's humongous that amount uh, of
1: people. Uh, it, <laughs> and and how many how many bureaucrats do you think there are in, in China? Probably like two point six million or something <laughs> like that. Like a whole
0: tenth of the city. <laughs> Uh, if you want to weigh in, maybe you've been to Shanghai, maybe you're there right now. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts, please do. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty.
1: 603-283-6160. Also, if anybody knows the difference between water torture and Chinese water torture, I'm curious. Whatever it is, I don't want to find out personally. Like, I don't want to experience it. Well, no, me right. neither, but it's kind of like the old bit about food. Like, if, if you're in, in Mexico... And you want some Mexican food, you just go out for food, yeah. right? <laughs> if you're in China and you want some Chinese food, you just go out for food, right? You Except there you get
0: real Chinese food. You don't get the American stuff. Yeah, I understand. Right. But Same thing's true in Mexico. You yeah, don't get the American style right. tacos. You get the real thing.
1: Oh, and also, <laughs> if you have ever been to an international house of pancakes outside of the United States, I would love to know because I question their international credentials. So if you want to join us,
0: 603-283-6160. Also, if you're interested in learning about cryptocurrency, another thing China has tried to ban uh, across the board there, (laughs) Bitcoin mining, all kinds of Bitcoin-related stuff. You should learn about it, because it's not going away as much as these governments of the world would like to get rid of it. It is a technology that's here to stay, and you ought to learn the basics. Go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page, and you'll find some introductory videos you can watch. The first one's, I think, all of about three minutes long, so if you've got three minutes to spare, go and watch that one at Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started. You can dig deep, as deep as you want to, into the topic of cryptocurrency. It's absolutely fascinating stuff. So once again, that's uh, Bitcoin.com. They also have a great news site, so if you want the latest news headlines about crypto, go to news.bitcoin.com. Again, that's news.bitcoin.com. So we started out the show talking a little bit about China, specifically Shanghai, apparently going around just killing people's dogs. At least that. those are the reports from like the real people living there. The mainstream well, media has yet to pick up on this. When,
1: when you're a statist and you're bored, I mean what are you gonna do well they have their
0: excuse i'm sure oh well it's for safety we got to keep people safe from covid so we'll just literally cull all the people's animals and i remember there was uh i don't know if you saw this story captain but it was i think the netherlands where they went or somewhere up in that that region of europe where they went and confiscated millions of mink uh, well, and they, they put them to death. Yeah, because they were worried, or one of them had come down with uh, COVID or something. So they just said, "Well, we'll just kill the entire
1: industry's inventory <laughs> of minks." <laughs> uh, you know, so, if if you need something done in you know, ha- or twice the time at double the budget and for you know zero quality, government is your man.
0: Indeed. So here's a story from RT about the lockdown in Shanghai. Again, 26 million residents of China's economic capital of Shanghai will be confined to their homes, Are being, yeah. uh, as Beijing imposes a massive citywide lockdown in a bid to maintain what they call a zero-COVID policy, which, of course, is impossible, right? Like, <laughs> even the Democrats in the United States sent out a press release, or not a press release, it was like a... Um, uh, it was a public relations firm that Biden had hired yeah. to advise them about whatever, and the PR firm sent their whatever the write up to yeah. the Biden administration, saying, "You got to get rid of the zero COVID thing. You this is impossible. People are getting sick and tired of these lockdowns. You guys are going to lose in November if you keep this crap up." And that's one of the reasons why you've seen a major pullback, even in places like New York City. Yeah. Which have been the most insane of places to live in the United States up until just recently. But yeah. it's because of this PR firm. They did the research. You know, they 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 looked at the surveys of the American people, whether they be in the cities or or outside of the cities, and people are sick and tired of this stuff. And there's no way to have zero COVID. It's a cold. It's a flu. Yeah, it's, it's something that is going to pass. Remember, there was a story you did last year, I think, of the military. Oh, yeah. They did
1: like a the lockdown super supreme. Yeah. yeah. And they, they couldn't.
0: They had the like cleanest facility you could possibly have. And the
1: most obedient people participating in this particular experiment.
0: Yeah. Like triple wash, bat, clean the bathroom after every use. Oh. I mean, a, as clean as it could possibly be, COVID still got in. Extreme lockdown, I think is what they <laughs> so- called it. So the the whole idea that they can maintain zero COVID is absolute insanity, but that's what they're trying to do. The lockdown will be conducted in two phases. First, their Pudong financial district and nearby areas will be quarantined. This is this was written a couple um, less than two weeks, about two weeks ago.
1: Okay,
0: uh, and they've gotten worse since then. But just to give you where they started this, from Monday to Friday, which of course. They've been quarantined longer than that now. Second, Pudong will pass the baton to the vast downtown area west of the Huangpu River, which will start its own five-day lockdown on Friday. To control the growing outbreak, the lockdown will be accompanied by a new round of mass nucleic acid testing across the city. China's... The whole city's doing acid? What? (laughs) Reported. That might make it a little more tolerable. (laughs) Uh, Citing Shanghai officials, Beijing recorded 3,500 cases of the infection on Sunday as all residents are required to stay at home and avoid any contact with the outside world. All public transport in the lockdown areas will be suspended. Groceries will be delivered and left at checkpoints. All non-essential businesses in Shanghai will close their offices, making employees work from home. The decision uh, comes as Beijing continues to abide by its zero-tolerance policy toward
1: COVID-19. Like, I got nothing against grocery delivery, but only when it's voluntary. (laughs) Like, if if you're a person that needs that or, you know, you live remotely or something, you're just too busy and there's a convenient way for you to get your groceries delivered, go for it but if it's your government telling you you will only get groceries from the corner of Smith Street and 71st Avenue and only on Tuesdays between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. like right. no
0: and no. imagine having to rely on the state to give oh, your God. to give you your groceries when, you know, supposedly you'll get half available. of what you ordered China's uh, authorities are free to use public health measures such as mass testing, contact tracing, and lockdowns in order to stop community transmission of the virus as soon as it's detected. The goal is to get the area of an outbreak back to zero new infections and resume normal economic social activities as soon as possible. But it has been criticized by many who argue it takes too much of an economic toll. Not to mention that
1: you've literally got people who are running out of food at this point because this thing is still going. How is it that governments can do something like contact tracing, whereby they can find out, you know, who came in contact with who and how often and at at what period? They threaten you, they kidnap you uh, and demand How how is it that they can do that, but, you know, they can't find any pedophiles? Well, they found, uh, what's her name? jelaine maxwell and and all of the people on the flight list and all the people who flew they're leaving the back alone. Uh, n- not one person
0: everyone in her little black book that's been like information they've like,
1: suppressed they're not letting not, that data out not,
0: not one person not one single person by the way this uh, so now update so that was the beginning right of this lockdown update from somebody who's living there right now there are now new restrictions on day 22 we'll Jesus. talk about it it's free talk live
3: Yeah!
1: Free talk live. I'm sorry, Baxter, I don't speak Spanish. London That's town. actually Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be in?
0: We don't know what the man in the video is saying, but that's not what I want you to hear. I want you to hear the background. This is a video that apparently is taken in Shanghai uh, within the last two days. Apparently by the father of a close friend of Patrick Madrid. Uh, that is somebody on on uh, Twitter at Patrick Madrid. He says uh, she verified its authenticity. It is people screaming out of their apartment windows. After an entire week of total lockdown.
2: That's much better than people just getting a cold.
1: <laughs> Playing the part of Peakless Mountaineer tonight will be Bonnie.
0: <laughs> yes, Bonnie is joining us here. Uh, so we're talking about the uh, the news out of Shanghai where 26 million people are basically on lockdown. They're murdering people's dogs in the streets. And some numbers, I mean, there, some people are saying it's all pets are being put to death. <laughs> That's so sad. Uh, but there's obviously no way to be 100% sure about that. That's just the claims on the Internet. Of course, the mainstream media is ignoring this stuff for the most part, or they're just glossing over what's really well,
1: going on. And, and the question here, of course, is the well, the same question that gets asked throughout history when regimes <laughs> decide to do horrible things to their populations. And that is, well, didn't they see this coming? Why aren't they doing anything? Why why did they just allow it to happen? Well, they're Where doing are, something
0: know? now. Because, look, if you get enough people hungry enough, yeah. they're going to snap. They're going to take risks that they otherwise would never have taken. And there's no doubt that the Chinese are one of the most controlled populations on the planet. I would right? definitely agree. The Chinese Communist Party has been working for a very, very long time at total control. And this is... The latest implementation, the the largest implementation, again, a city of 26 million people. Uh, but again, people get hungry, they're going to get desperate. And there's uh, there are now videos of people actually out in the streets. You're not supposed to leave your house. In fact, according to Jared T. Nelson on Twitter, he says, Day 22 of my Shanghai COVID lockdown. He is apparently a uh, compliance lawyer in mainland China. So he lives there. Uh, he says, As we feared yesterday, we have new restrictions. Before... We were allowed to leave our building, but not community, to get deliveries. Remember the, the RT story written a couple of weeks ago the very beginning of this said they would be delivering groceries to checkpoints. Right, yeah. And, and you, then could you could go, go to, to the to checkpoint. Get them. No more. He says, now we are not allowed outside our apartment door. Wow. This was as of 14 hours ago
1: that he posted Somebody's this. still got to bring the groceries.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Or are they just like, no, you don't get groceries either. (laughs) Screw you guys. Well, there's. uh, I told you about this off the air, Captain. Somebody posted an image of an apartment complex, just kind of a shot of some of the stories where you can see the balconies that people have. And one person had put their refrigerator on the balcony with the doors wide open, completely empty inside, just to show the world that they have no food left.
2: Well, and there was that man that was going... Up and down the streets, yelling, uh, We can't live without food. I, I only had a dis- well, wait a minute. As- enough That's food right. for.
1: maybe this is why they're they're killing the dogs it's for the food source. Oh my God, no. <laughs> right? Isn't uh, that 101 Ways to Walk well, Your why- Dog, the Chinese cookbook? I don't think they're doing that.
0: Well,
2: not then to- why are they killing the dogs if it's not taken?
0: due to
1: COVID?
2: What, what does that mean?
1: I don't know. Dogs There's no official statement from the government about this. So what's, what's I happening? I mean, is- if the government's reaction to COVID is causing the hunger. Mm-hmm. Then perhaps, you know, one could argue that they're killing the dogs due to COVID and eating them.
0: Well, I don't know. I, there's no uh, claim about that, Captain. I, I have no idea if that's what their plan is. I don't know how many people would want to put up with that, but I
1: guess if you're hungry
0: enough, then.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Mark, Mark Coconut safe from the <laughs> Chinese police dog pe- people.
0: Uh, let me tell you, it does not look like they are treating these dogs as far as they're intending to eat them. They have them lying on the yeah, pavement I, in the video that I showed I suspect earlier. that's not why
1: it, you know.
0: Yeah, they have them lying on the pavement. They're manipulating their corpses with long, metallic... I don't know, grasping tools. And oh, putting like, them into, I wouldn't
1: touch you with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, yeah I putting you, yeah.
0: them, they're treating them as though they're disease carriers, yeah. basically. They're putting them into uh, yellow plastic bags, and I suspect taking them to an incinerator. I was going to
1: say, they, they need to be burning them if that's what yeah. their concern is.
0: So, uh, let's go to your phone calls and thoughts, though. I know uh, we got Adam on the line in Washington State listening to KXLY in Spokane. Go ahead, Adam.
4: Hey, how are you guys doing today? Hey, what's hey. on yeah. your mind? New Hampshire?
0: Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> Live for your oh, what's die. on
4: my mind? I'm just listening to the show. I uh, run a page over here, a Libertarian page, you know us kooks, okay. uh, the Liberty guys, and been paying attention to the, well, pretty much all the anti-freedom situations that are going on worldwide that are endless and always will be. Shanghai being the latest. I mean, do we expect any less from China? Nope. Do we? I mean, have they ever done anything to give us hope that they would act any differently? And is it even COVID? Could it be anything? Could it be rotten pizza in the streets, alien invading from the north? It's gonna be some statist government reason to come in and take your rights away. I sure. mean like they just said they come what you got you gotta you can't come outside your door today. There's no reason for that. You got soyant green as doggos. I mean what?
0: It's this insane. I mean this is this is reality now. The the world is it's so really weird right insane. now.
4: Like I said, it's kind of an expected the yeah. culmination of what we've been seeing them doing with their social credit system, what they're trying to apply here, why we're seeing our federal government fast-tracking the digital dollar, why are they why they are defaulting on the dollar, because we're sliding into the digital age. And that's where Bitcoin's going to die.
5: Bitcoin's going to die?
4: Those governments over in China, they're sitting there trying to outlaw it right now. First, it was regulations. Those didn't work. So now it's going to come out to outright... Uh, laws against using digital currency. They, they already outlawed digital
2: mining Bitcoin in uh, China like a year ago, and it didn't kill Bitcoin.
4: They're going to find ways. They, our government, look at human history. You
2: there's been nothing like Bitcoin in human history.
4: Yeah, well, there's been nothing like a lot of things we got going on digital-wise in human history. But it hasn't slowed down the tyranny of governments, has it?
2: No, could not could yet. you prove that it hasn't? I, I don't think you could go back in time and show me what life would be like today if Bitcoin didn't exist.
0: Well, obviously we you can't, can't we,
4: do know, we, we do know... I'm going to say this. We do know that an alternative currency is what is necessary to defeat what's going on. Mm-hmm. Governments rule us. Bankers rule them because they own the currency. Right, Let's right. Let's put that on the table. Bitcoin is necessary. Alternative currencies are necessary. But I do not have any confidence that our government has not already found a way to take care take care of that for us
2: if they did I, they I would have, have done something.
0: something well i mean they are definitely working on regulations they there's a lot of talk about that what did they do there
4: they froze people's accounts completely mm-hmm. now i know that was the monetary system
0: no
1: they, they only froze their bank accounts they only froze their bank accounts the the only thing they were able to do was prevent uh, an exchange or a couple of exchanges from sending money to one very specific uh, address. Or from, I think it was actually three or something, something.
0: addresses. That right, they, right.
1: But yeah, they an did.
2: exchange holds the keys to your wallet, and people who had their cryptocurrency on a wallet where they controlled the keys, such as Edge Wallet or Exodus, yeah. they didn't have anything happen to their crypto in Canada. That's a, that's a lie. Right.
1: And if you're familiar oh, at all I'm with... I'm not aware of, I, I've
4: heard about that, that you did have... Yeah.
1: If you're familiar at all with the technology. Some some headlines. Be, my my wallet actually yeah, some creates some a new be, address yeah. for every transaction that I do. Right? So if I or, or if I want it to. If I want to send you know from this address i can send from an address that exists or it goes create new address every time so uh, no the government did not shut anything down despite the clickbait headlines that they put forward they were Mm -hmm. not able to shut any cryptocurrency down they were only able to shut down terrestrial banks
4: whether they were no i just said it was the standard monetary account they were able to oh yeah of course i mean that's they have total control
0: control? control i mean that that's the banking system as you pointed out adam uh, the banking system and the governments work hand in hand. So whatever the government goons say, the banks will put into effect. Uh, but I do want to bring him back here because I think he's you know he's making yeah, an yeah. interesting argument that is the that the government's gonna crack down on cryptocurrency. Free talk live, the phones are open here. The number is 603-283-6160. We got more coming up about the insanity going on in shanghai with uh, one guy who is apparently an american living over there giving us uh, an interesting rundown his name is jared t nelson on twitter at jared t nelson and he has a very detailed thread here about uh, that he's written over the last 24 hours about what they have to do to get supplies into their building now that they're not allowed to leave their apartments and uh, day number 22 of a lockdown there. We'll continue with that discussion with you tonight. You've got Ian. And Bonnie. And the captain. We are going to go back to your calls, though. Adam is still with us here. He's on the line in uh, Spokane listening to KXLY. Adam, you are predicting that uh, cryptocurrency can be somehow controlled by the government. And I don't want to put words oh, in your maybe. mouth. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big computer guy. I know enough about The difference in operating systems and right now you and i and everyone here in america is using what i call the old analog computer system (laughs) i I hate to call it that but government and all of their five eyes guys here nsa here in the u.s they've bumped up okay they have the quantum computer system and so sometimes i feel that
0: when well that's an interesting theory but i don't know if there's any evidence for that
4: well, there's a few good articles. I'd have to go and dig them up. Well, if they have um, quantum computers, sort of like, then uh, why
0: don't they go ahead and crack uh, Bitcoin? Because if you had quantum computing, you'd be able to crack the you. cryptography.
4: There, there are steps to this. There's steps to this. Mm-hmm. What you do to people in China, you can do to people in China because your government rules the individual. You have communist government. Okay? What you do in China, you want to do to the people of the United States of America, you got to do great.
0: You got to do what? You, gotta you gotta cut out for it, a second it, there. You got to what? You
4: got to do it. You got to do it like Ron Paul was warning us in the '80s. Okay, getting up in front of the Senate and telling everybody, "This is what they're doing to your civil liberties. This is what's coming down the road. Please pay attention, please."
0: And here so we go. So you're saying you believe that they have? Qu- uh, just let me see if I'm following you. You're, you're saying you believe the government already has quantum computing and yes. that the reason they're not using the power of quantum computing to crack cryptocurrencies today is because they have some sort of long-term plan, and that's why they're not doing it?
4: Yeah, the long-term I think that when you saw what you saw in Canada, I really do believe that was a, a kind of a screw-up of the old Cuban bastard up there.
1: Okay? What, what could be so important that would make them wait to take out arguably the most threatening thing to their entire way of being i'm talking about all states
2: it doesn't make sense they wouldn't spend millions of dollars invested, investigating the crypto six over it, five it, years they're, going they're after people who were selling it, it, cryptocurrency enough. on i'm talking but going after people who are selling cryptocurrency on the internet on local bitcoins if they could just destroy crypto with you know the flick 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 of a hand
4: it's called it's called effort why would you go through the effort i'll answer the question why would you go, th- go through the effort of doing something like that now when you're currently designed and fast-tracked digital currency is going to do it anyway?
0: What, okay? you think the central bank digital currency is going to somehow kill Bitcoin, dude?
2: That's ridiculous.
4: I think that, I think that they're going to try to replace
2: it comes like just comes from fail. a place you. of not understanding what crypto is. You already yeah. admitted you don't understand what it is. Hey, can I ask you a question? Are you one of those people who goes on say Instagram and Twitter and anytime somebody brings up I hey I don't go
4: on Instagram or Twitter? Hey, I anytime
2: somebody brings up hey, In
0: fact, hey, that's the first time I've heard. Okay,
2: I, I can't talk to this guy. While. You should probably just hang up on him. He won't let me ask him a question. Yeah, will you at let all... the lady
0: ask you a question, dude? Go ahead, ask me a question. Let's hear. it. Are
2: you one of those people that goes on the internet? And anytime somebody brings up, "Hey, cryptocurrency is the answer to this," and like say a comment section, you go and place doubt about cryptocurrency. Are you one of those people who are paid to do that by the government because you don't know what you're talking <laughs> about and you're just no, placing doubt in the only Bitcoin thing that has to
4: buy my marijuana seeds? I think I think cryptocurrencies, as I said earlier, if you okay. listened, I think that they are awesome. I think that you have to have an alternative currency to
2: just, what's going
0: on. But right. you believe yeah. that they're going to be destroyed by the central bank digital currency. And
2: you're okay with placing just, seeds you know, of I, doubt I, about something that you our don't our know anything everywhere.
4: about. They've stepped on our freedom everywhere. And if you don't think they have an ability or something up their sleeve to do what they've done to us for the last 250 years, I, I'm sorry. I know it's, I know it's a, it's a pie-in-the-sky idea. I know it's, you know, hey, it's not in front of us, but what has been so far? That has occurred everything. To us. You're a real
0: depressing character. I'll everything. tell you that. Thank uh, you. People, for the- have,
2: people have had conspiracy theories, quote unquote, about everything they've done to us, and then it comes out into the light.
0: Yeah, I don't appreciate the negativity, uh, but I understand why people are so negative. Thank you for the call tonight, Adam. Yeah, uh, he
2: wouldn't be if he had any understanding of what cryptocurrency is. If he thinks that the CBDC can come and destroy Bitcoin, then he doesn't have any understanding of what it is. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I'm more interested in truth than just people who want to go and say oh well this is what how i feel like this is what i feel like they're going to do look with what they've done it's before look what they're going to do to crypto i i can't see any other answer to how this is going to end it's just like you need to educate yourself on what cryptocurrency is i don't have any more patience for it i see it on the internet every day people are like oh what if the cia created bitcoin i don't have any patience for that anymore why would the cr- CIA create something that would lead to Monero being created
0: which is a privacy coin that cannot be traced cannot be tracked uh, I, I think you're absolutely right about this Bonnie I, I think he was interrupting you you were interrupting him it was hard for for there to be a conversation there, but ultimately, I think that your your summation is correct, and that is that the caller did not understand. Cryptocurrency and was coming from a place of either ignorance or, as you suggested, maybe he's actually working for the the
1: state and trying to or place fear,
2: either way, uh, trying to
1: place yeah. seeds of it's, doubt. It is incredibly hard for human beings, but you have to try. It's incredibly hard for you to not have an opinion of something. I, you I, mean even if something you don't know anything about? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the human culture, at least Western culture, is almost one of. You have to have an opinion of stuff that you have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. I, I find myself doing this. I'm guilty of this as well uh, and have been for some time. But th- the way our culture is, if you start talking about a subject, it is human nature for you to pipe in with an opinion, even if you have no experience mm. or factual basis whatsoever. And and we see this all the time. It's it's why I have a low opinion of the general population, because this happens Way too frequently now i'm I'm cognizant of it. I'm making an effort to not do so. uh You have to remember that it's okay to say "I don't know, I don't know anything about that subject. I haven't looked into that instead of having an opinion based on headlines that you've read somewhere or based on yeah. what you've been fed by social media and or your of course, your there's television. no
0: reason to be ignorant on any topic these days when you literally have information at your fingertips from both sides or more than one side of whatever the issue happens to be. So if you want to learn about cryptocurrency, then go and learn about it, especially yeah. if you're a self-described libertarian. Is that person claimed... Uh, That he was, and it's really a depressing thing to be in favor of liberty, purportedly, but to also have the similar, simultaneously have the belief that government has some secret plot that they've cooked up that's going to foil all of the libertarian efforts out there. And cryptocurrency arguably is a libertarian effort. The argument would be that Satoshi Nakamoto was an anarchist or a a voluntarist or something like that, the creator of uh, of Bitcoin. And uh, and Bonnie's absolutely right. Cryptocurrency cannot be stopped by the state. But I do believe they are going to do their worst. They're going oh, yeah. to try their damnedest to put a stop to it. And ultimately, they, I think, are going to fail at that because they cannot control it. It is ultimately freedom of speech because we're talking about programming. That is words written by humans to make things go on computers. And I don't think they're going to have any success if they do try to prohibit it. I think that can be overturned just simply because of freedom of speech, yep. if for no other reason. And uh, and then you know you add to that the fact that some Congress people already are into Bitcoin, so they're not going to they're not going to vote against it. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. They definitely do want people to use the central bank digital currency. He predicted that, and I think that part is true. They're going to push that pretty hard, but it's not going to kill Bitcoin. The central bank digital currency is not a competitor to Bitcoin. It's going
2: to be so much less effective and free, have less features than all of the cryptos that are out there.
1: Think of all of the advancements that have been made in monetary uh, technology since the dawn of the U.S. dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they added the strip, remember?
0: They didn't have the strip. And they changed the
1: uh, the printing a couple of times. Yeah, Yeah. now they're colorful. They still use cotton bond, so I'm told. That's right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, state-controlled money has had one feature implemented, at least in my lifetime, that I can remember, whereas cryptocurrency is continuous innovation yeah, day right. after
0: day. I mean, that, that alone, that point alone, the fact that cryptos have no restrictions yeah. uh, and they can constantly be innovated is a number one reason why they're going to win. So are they winning yet? Well I mean they're new it's we're only 13 years into this whole crypto there's been experiment. lots of wins so far. Oh yeah absolutely uh the of course Bitcoin has been the number one investment in the last decade so that's the biggest a huge one is just that it still exists. yep 6032836160 much to the chagrin of people like Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton both of whom are against Bitcoin and crypto our two's coming up free talk live it is free talk live we are kicking off the second hour of the program here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 we're talking overall tonight so far about shanghai and the insane lockdown that has been going on now for 22 days in some parts of the city of 26 million people the entire city is now locked down they initially had said that only half the city would be locked down for five days and then the other half would go in after that five days was up and as far as i understand the whole place is on lockdown no, they
1: just can't make up their mind
0: yeah well it didn't go for just five days it it's now day number 22. For Who's some the, of the guy sitting there. around going, yeah,
1: man, uh, I think we'll go for another seven days. Mm-mm.
0: It's, uh, I think they're getting Howling high on power yeah. uh, in this case, but we'll tell you more about it on the way. Of course, your phone calls are welcome. We had somebody call in uh, in the last segment that was saying that cryptocurrency is not going to help us, that the government's going to somehow stop it. already stop has it. helped
1: and will we'll continue to help. and. Yeah, that kind of thing, so I
0: agree. We're going to go to your phone calls and your thoughts, though, to start things out here. Uh, Roland is on the line in Washington, listening also in Spokane to uh, KXLY. Go ahead, Roland.
6: Uh, Yes, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to touch a little bit on what the last caller was talking about. I think that perhaps uh, what his concerns were in relation to crypto was the fact that the uh, uh, Justice Department was able to uh, recover uh, 64 Bitcoin out of the 75 uh, that were seized in the Colonial Pipeline cyber attack. And it wasn't because crypto, crypto could be uh, broken, but it was because that it, it tends to leave a lot of ghost traces or fingerprints. And so they were able to find out who, uh, where those transactions were taking place. And that's a little bit of an issue for a lot of people uh, that uh, are looking to crypto to, to be a helpful thing when it can still be kind of tracked down.
2: That issue's already been solved. You don't have to use just Bitcoin. There are other cryptos such as Dash, Monero,
0: Dash is a publicly uh, visible crypto. They do have what they call a private send option with Dash, but it's hmm. just ultimately a mixer. It's a very low tech uh, version of privacy. Okay, so if you're Monero. looking for the ultimate privacy, you want to look at the true privacy coins like uh, Monero. There are other ones. Uh, Pirate Chain is another one that a lot of people like. But but Roland's not incorrect. The terminology, of course, isn't ghost uh, traces. It's just that's the way Bitcoin is designed. It's designed yeah. to be completely trackable. Uh, it's totally public. The ledger is available. It goes all the way back to the very beginning of Bitcoin in and, 2009. And it
1: has to be by design because the ledger is what provides the trust for the transaction, right? So cryptocurrency is just mathematics, applied to trust instead of centralized institutions mm-hmm. applied to trust That that's all it is uh, the, the trust is you know is it's backed by math that's what cryptocurrency is backed by right
2: and they call it trustless because you don't have to trust a third party that like your uh, payment went through you can see it that's why that's another the reason it's right. yeah you can verify yourself that's why it needs to be public
0: but Roland's correct that you know having it being public has its downsides, it and talks. that is that the state can trace uh, cryptocurrency from wallet to wallet to see where it's being held. But whether or not they can actually get their hands on it is still uh, not necessarily a guarantee. The only way they can get crypto, the Bitcoin specifically, that is, uh, that let's say they can identify where it is. As long as that Bitcoin is being held in a private owner's wallet, that that private owner has the keys to. The only way they could get those keys from that private owner is through coercion by torturing right. him, uh, or somehow finding where he stored those or keys.
1: Social engineering ha- can happen yeah, too. That's so possible. the the only times that folks have lost their cryptocurrency due to quote hacking unquote isn't because cryptocurrency is hackable. It's because people are dumb and they get tricked into giving away stuff like. Their date of birth and their first dog and their first car and then people use that to call into customer service and pretend that they're somebody that they're not and get a hold and reset your password etc and so on. It can happen to to any app. It happens all the time to things other than cryptocurrency. It's because people are dumb. Roland,
0: anything
6: else you want to share? Go ahead. No, I appreciate you taking the call. I just want to say that perhaps when I was talking about ghost and fingerprint uh, tracing, that it was. Uh, Poorly articulated on my part, but I totally appreciate you taking my call. Oh, you did a good and, job. Uh,
0: you weren't wrong, Roland. For- it's just the terminology. That's all. You're all good. I appreciate your call tonight, man. And uh, it's definitely an interesting topic. One that deserves people's attention. I think. I appreciate your time. Uh, the number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. Let's go to Jill in Virginia, listening on the radio. You're on uh, Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Jill.
7: Hello. I admit I really don't understand the idea of Bitcoin very well. Okay. I don't really care much. Yeah,
5: it's not for everybody.
7: Except actual cash, physical cash, coins that can be held physically in the hand mm-hmm. and paper money provided it's backed by something. But otherwise I don't they don't understand stand some kind of Stuff that's sent over the internet.
0: Sure. I would recommend that you ice ice look into ice ice something ice ice. like goldbacks then, which are a really cool physical form of value that you can tra- you yeah. can you can hand physically. Jill would love gold uh, backs to I somebody. Think. The downside, of course, to physical cash and gold and things like that is the government can come along and use a gun to put it to your head yeah. or whatever and, and take all of your physical products. And so you can't send it downside. across yeah, the, the true, world but- in a second. That's true too. So they all have their ups and downs. You can dig a
7: hole somewhere and put it in. But they can take other stuff. If it's in the bank, they can pass some law and and automatically wipe it out and stuff like that without even bothering to use
0: it. Absolutely. And, And of course, the other downside to cash is that the government is inflating the money supply constantly. So the value of it is constantly going down. So if you're going to hold something...
7: Government should be making money.
0: Well, they, I, mean, I agree. I don't think I it agree. should be
7: minting it, and I don't think it should be printing it. You're absolutely I think right. Private com- companies ought to do it, and the government should. Uh, government functions, legitimate functions, are mighty few. Maybe the government should be allowed to uh, print script for uh, for uh, members of the military that could be uh, could be turned into cash at different exchanges. But uh, otherwise, I don't think it should be do- doing it.
0: Jill, I appreciate your call tonight. Thanks for sharing your thoughts here. I do agree that the government should not have any role whatsoever in creating money
1: at all. Yeah, she said the list of legitimate government functions are few. I I say that that list doesn't exist. There are no legitimate government functions.
2: There's no reason to ever coerce someone into using your services. It doesn't make sense. Yep. If somebody needs your services, then you can show them and prove to them that you're the best guy to do the job.
0: And then they can hire you voluntarily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that we can get to a point where people have that viewpoint about the state. Unfortunately, we are very far from that at this point, which is one of the reasons why, of course, the Free State Project exists for people that do understand that government is evil and that it is coercion. And That it's not okay to coerce our neighbors. If you understand the non-aggression principle, you really ought to look into the Free State Project, uh, their website, fsp.org. Or if you don't care to join things, just make the move here to New Hampshire and get active with the largest libertarian, voluntarist community anywhere on the planet, the most liberty-loving anarchists anywhere on the planet. There's nothing else like it. Uh, You definitely owe it to yourself to check this place out. Uh, so I want to just go on here with a little bit more about Shanghai uh, from Jared T. Nelson at Jared T. Nelson on Twitter. He's uh, what looks like an American living in Shanghai. And he says that after 22 days now of lockdown, now there are new restrictions. They cannot leave their apartment to even get the delivery. So they used to be able to leave the apartment to go to a checkpoint to get deliveries from grocer grocers. No more, he says. You can't even leave your apartment door. However... Each day, two volunteers from each building are allowed outside to collect deliveries for the whole building. Wow. He says, I'm a volunteer. We have to wear the full white suit during the process. Mine was just delivered to me. It shows an image of it. And we only have a two-hour window in the afternoon to go and do this. So if you have a delivery in the morning, for example, of meat, if you're lucky enough to get that, it will sit at the gate until it is our time in the afternoon to get the delivery. Oh my God. The temperature in Shanghai right now at 5 p.m. is 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So they're delivering food to you, meat perhaps, in the morning and then it's sitting there for hours and hours in the sun
2: before you can go pick it up totally competent all in control government that has quantum computers and you can't do (laughs) anything to stop them
0: yeah exactly the number 603-283-6160 a few more comments from jared nelson there in shanghai about what it's actually like right now on day 22 of probably the most insane lockdown on the face of the planet This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. I do want to say thanks to Jesse Cruz, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS program. And Jesse has supported us at a silver level, which means he's doing at least 5 bucks a month to help us advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. That's what AMPS stands for. It's a Patreon, and you can join it as well over at amps.freetalklive.com. That is a URL that will take you straight to the Patreon link, amps.freetalklive.com. Head on over there and join like Jesse Cruz did and really appreciate the support. It helps us get the message of freedom on more great radio stations around the country and bring new uh, internet listeners on board as well. Seeing Bonnie and the captain in the studio, we're going to go back to your phone calls and thoughts. Robert is in South Carolina. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
8: Yes. Hi. I just wanted to let you know that, well, first of all, um, my, my background is that my grandfather was an associate of the Brooklyn Mafia, and in my case, I studied law and read in Germany. Actually, Roman law is what, what what I studied there, beginning in 1992. So the way I see this is that basically you cannot operate a system like this under the government's nose without the government finding out about it because you need a, a system platform. like what. I mean, uh, 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 a monetary system without the government's knowledge or without the government's permission, it won't work over the long run.
1: It's already working.
8: Yep. It's
0: yeah, it's working been working fine. for thirteen years.
2: Well, well, it, well not without their it, knowledge. It, they know about it, it but
8: exactly—that's what I'm trying to say. As long as they know about it and they're they're they're, they're okay with that, then fine. But as well, as they're not they, okay with it, it,
1: it. They are definitely not okay with
8: it.
0: No, they understand. Uh, Hillary Clinton, for instance, uh, back in November, made statements to the effect of that they're running out of time and that something needs to be done, basically, about Bitcoin. Yes,
8: yes, I understand that. But you're still not operating without the government's knowledge and consent.
0: Uh, Well, yeah, we are, actually. When it comes to Monero, the people using Monero are absolutely running without the government's knowledge. The government knows Monero exists... But that's about all they know. They, they have no idea how many people are using it. They have no idea how many transactions are going on. Who's got the most Monero? They don't know anything about who has Monero and who doesn't.
1: And there's a whole bunch oh, okay. of other wannabe Moneros in development mm-hmm. or partially released or have been released recently. So we know that this is a feature that people value. And when that happens, specifically in the cryptocurrency world, it's not going to be too long until it's a default feature.
8: I hope. Okay, my grandfather said another thing. He said, as long as two people know a secret, it's not a secret. So, what's it's that? It's not to do a with secret. Anything?
2: Cryptocurrency is not a secret. Don't know why you think that. If you think that we're talking on the radio about something that the government doesn't know about, I don't know why you think that. We never said that it was a secret.
0: What's the relevance of that well, statement? I mean, I mean two, two partners in
8: a transaction, two contract partners. You have a con- two, uh, two people exchanging currency I and mean, exchanging value, mm-hmm. and, and, and therefore you have two contract partners. And, and and as long as you have two people, it's not a secret. If you have one person knowing well, something, it's a, it can be a secret. But okay, two well, people is not a secret.
2: What you don't understand is people can spend Monero without knowing the person that they're doing business with and mm-hmm. without that person knowing who is the person spending the Monero.
0: Great point. Yeah, there's no obligation. Okay. Uh, either side doesn't necessarily know who sent the transaction. Uh, in a, in the case of a Monero transaction, yes, it's true oh. that if you say if you and the captain know one another and you say, Captain, I need you to send me ten dollars worth of Monero for blah blah blah, and the captain sends you, and then all of a sudden ten dollars worth of Monero shows up in your wallet, you can reasonably believe that it was the captain who sent you that, but ultimately you can't really prove it. Uh, but certainly, if you were dealing with a uh, government agent on the other side of a transaction, then yeah, you might, you know, if there was something uh, illegal going on, then they may still have you in that case. But for the most part, most people don't know Jack Diddley about Monero because it's completely obscured. And the government hates that about Monero.
8: Well, two other aspects. I was also a ham radio operator, WP2PRC, and in Germany I was DJ0MCE. And and I'm, and I the government does not let you operate radio, radio transmitters, uh, uh, you know, other than CB, without a, a license and, and, and call
0: letters. <laughs> you ever heard of and, pirate and, radio, pal? Yeah, you are the kind of person who doesn't wow. do anything without a permission slip. Uh, we, on the other hand, are the opposite kind of people. We do whatever, you know, we can without asking for permission. Uh, That's just the way most people who actually love freedom are wired, and so I know plenty of people who have used two-way radios without asking Mm -hmm. government permission.
8: Well, you can do that off the coast as long as you're three miles off and and without. No, you can do it wherever you want. Yes, yes, I agree with you. You could, but on the other hand, in due time, they're going to catch up with you. No, maybe.
0: (laughs) I don't think they're going
2: after people using radios. They'll
0: catch up with you if you have a twenty-four hour a day FM broadcast going on. That's critical of government. Uh, I mean, any any FM broadcast that's twenty four seven. Eventually, the yeah. licensed people are going to complain to the FCC, and they're going to send agents in to bust you. But that's because you're running twenty four hours a day, and they can easily triangulate the signal. Oh no, but
1: it's the broadcast police! The fact <laughs> and is, this is Robert, another
2: person. I'm sorry that that just believes that the government has way more power than it does. And yeah, that's true. Lots of people are. Guilty of it, they just assume. Oh well, the government runs everything in our lives. So they can government do anything. is your god. They are basically god. That's re- what he
1: believes. He yeah. truly worships the state. Robert, thanks for the call tonight. Well, and, and and also not only this this guy but the previous caller speaking in uh, sweeping generalizations, making broad terms or broad, mm-hmm. you know speaking so broadly that they're illustrating their lack of knowledge about cryptocurrency in general. Uh, again. If you haven't looked into it, like this guy says, he was doing all sorts of technical things. Okay, go read about cryptocurrency. You obviously have not done so. Go mm-hmm. read the white paper. Go look Bitcoin up some people. Bitcoin Click get dot com. started. Yeah, uh, look up uh, people who are uh, who have spent their life making it their mission to. Uh, to educate people on cryptocurrencies. Uh, one guy I used to follow a lot was Andreas Antonopoulos. Yeah, he yeah, wrote the book on, on on Bitcoin and the Lightning Network and Ethereum, too. He's a published author. He knows a whole bunch about it, and that's you know one of my sources to turn to. So if that helps you, far out. Yep. But to call in and say, oh, well, it's just not going to work because government is government. Like, you haven't done the homework. No. Go do the homework first, then call.
0: Let's talk to another person that loves the state. It's Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you know, we ought to hook her up with Robert. We should ask mm-hmm. Robert if he needs a date. Sarah, go ahead.
9: That's uh, okay. I, I'm 52 years old. I'm not really interested.
1: She's on the Tinder. Uh, did,
9: you know that, <laughs> did you know that New Mexico is the first ever state? We're the one that started the Crime Stoppers. I just found out.
0: That's where people can and, uh, leave anonymous isn't tips. Isn't that pretty
9: historic? And then the they had a show line. about reenacting the. Have you ever crime called the police and
0: snitched on somebody?
9: Well, it's a crime. Crime Stoppers is uh, you could remain anonymous. Yes, I know you exactly what to. it is. Yes, yeah, so
1: have you ever called them? That's and, why she
9: doesn't want to admit it. Well, of course I did. Oh. I, I, I have done many times. Who've you snitched stoppers on? Because. People, the criminals are very brazen they people are very afraid of the retaliation if they find out that you're the one that turned them in you know they you what kind
0: drug
2: dealers from like Cuba are you turning in well
0: I don't know I don't jump to a conclusion who did you who did you snitch out
2: no my I was just saying she, she was saying oh the, they'll come after you if you you know
0: it depends uh, who did you snitch out
9: Why would she we, it I, I do not remember
0: but you you've done what, it that many times <laughs> you've yeah, just you done know, so I, many snitchings.
1: Thanks for the call tonight. That'd be a good like libertarian like thing to do is like do a, a calling campaign that like just calls these snip lines on politicians, <laughs> turning them in for all their crimes.
0: 603-283-6160. I'm sure they'll get right on those investigations. 603-283-6160. More coming up about what is happening in the Shanghai lockdown, because there's more to say. It's Free Talk Live. We hope to see you there. Forkfest party. An it is Free Talk Live. You can join us here at six oh three-283-6160. You're hearing the, sci- uh, the sounds of what was called an uprising in Shanghai. Not hundreds, but dozens of people uh, in the streets. I did see some other footage of definitely hundreds of people shouting, pushing, trying are to break People yelling from their
2: windows too. In this,
0: yeah, people are. There was a video earlier we played of people yelling out their windows that you could just hear coming from all over the city. Do we have
1: translation
0: on what they're saying? No idea. But there's definitely like men dressed in the full white uh, hazmat suits that are trying to fight uh, with the the uprising, basically. These people are hungry and they are sick and tired of what has been a 22-day lockdown now. So you can only get away with pushing people so far. Uh, In China, according to Gundam Northrop on Twitter, agonized locals in some residential districts screamed in horror, quote, we are starving to death. We haven't eaten for a very long time. We are really starving to death. And then there's other video footage from what is allegedly what they call a logistics warehouse. And somebody somehow got this footage out where... It's just a ton of food sitting outside. Spoiling. Spoiling, going bad, just crates knocked over. It's described as uh, the quarantine Shanghai people are starving, but all food are wasted in logistics warehouse. Man-made disaster. (laughs) So again, centralized food distribution failing miserably, as you would expect governments to fail.
1: Yeah, I was going to say this is typical. The government takes over any kind of thing. It becomes worse at whatever it is it took over immediately, and it doesn't get better. If anything, it continues to get worse the longer it has control of it.
0: I wanted to share a little bit more from uh, Jared T. Nelson, who has done a lengthy description of what is going on he's in shanghai he's on day 22 he says that the restrictions have increased and now you cannot even leave your building to go and get supplies you used to be able to go to a checkpoint and get them now you cannot do that except for two people so two people in the building are volunteers who can go to the checkpoint to retrieve the supplies for the entire building and then presumably deliver them to whichever apartments or whatever and he points out that uh, if you get the delivery in the morning, it doesn't. you have to wait because you can only go out for two hours during the day to retrieve the supplies for in your In the building afternoon. In the afternoon. And he says it's 80 degrees outside, so if you get something fresh, like meat, you might as well throw that away because uh, it's wow. been sitting out in the sun. He says last night they took several of the COVID-positive people from our community to a central quarantine site. From what we've heard, they didn't arrive until 2 a.m., and the conditions there are awful. No showers, portable toilets only, no hot water, and, of course, no privacy. He says that was a sad development. We were all hoping that the positive people would be able to quarantine at home. And, of course, if you've seen some of the footage from the quarantine camps, you know they have these massive quarantine camps in China that no one would want to spend So time they're in.
1: physically removing People who've tested positive. Correct. Yeah, mm. their
0: their goal is to get to, quote, COVID zero,
1: where no are, one
0: in, a, in any community has COVID.
1: So what's happening to the
0: people who get removed? They're going to stay in the quarantine camp until further notice.
2: Well, are they using PCR tests, which...
0: They mentioned they have, a different test mm. earlier, and I don't remember the name of it. It was a name I had not heard before. Mm. Some sort of nucleic acid test or something like I, that.
1: Uh, they're still... Mm. They're still freaking out over something that is nothing to freak out yes, about. Like, over
0: a you know, light flu or whatever.
1: Well,
2: at this point, who's freaking out? I don't think that these people living in Shanghai really care, or the average one probably doesn't really care about the virus because they're revolting. And I don't think the government is actually freaking out about a disease. No, they're, they're just, just using, using it as it. an excuse. Well,
1: that's what I mean. Like The, the government is obviously overstepping. <laughs> I mean, if they had any bounds. Yeah. <laughs> He says, it looks
0: like we're being required to do the administered testing downstairs tonight instead of the home tests we've been doing, including twice yesterday. Everyone will be outside lining up for the tests, but then must go back home immediately and not
1: pick up their deliveries. This just, I mean... You could change a couple of words around and instead of the COVID positive, you know, insert, uh, oh, I don't know, somebody of a specific faith, for example. Mm. And this reminds me of people getting rounded up. Mm. You know what I mean? This, it scary. has shades of, of that type of a thing. He says, after
0: the test, I will come back home, put on my white PPE suit and go back out to pick up deliveries and bring them back to the people in our building. Because it's too risky for those people to pick up their, to be out to pick up deliveries, those people who are out for the tests in the long line. So he's pointing out the clear contradiction in the policy Mm -hmm. here. They're taking everyone out, saying, okay, well, you have to quarantine. Okay, now you all have to come down at once and stand in a line (laughs) together and get a test. He says, for my family, we had three deliveries that were booked to deliver today two group purchases of meat and seafood, and one individual purchase of soap and shampoo. All three were canceled, but we did get a delivery
1: sent from a friend uh, in another part of the city that has better access to groceries. This reminds me of the uh, of the old, uh, you know, cops break in, freeze, nobody move. Okay, up against the wall. And the one guy goes, but I thought you said nobody, nobody move, moved. man. <laughs> he says the
0: tests we did tonight were our 16th during this lockdown. All 15 previous tests were negative. We recently had been very confident that each test would be negative, but today we feel unsure. More and more people in our community are positive, possibly from these testing events. Huh. And so he says it's a difficult situation, but our family's together. We're safe and we have enough food through constant efforts for the time being. Uh, Today was a big step backward for us, but hopefully tomorrow will be better. He says some things you should know about the situation in Shanghai. It is a huge city. By the way, I did look up the numbers. Uh, 26 million puts it at number three as far as world largest populations. City. It is only uh, less than Tokyo with 37 million and Delhi, India at 31.
1: I mean, the governments of China here, if they just showed up with a bunch of gas cans and some matches, would probably have about the same effect that they're having. What do you mean? Well, all they're doing is throwing fuel on the fire, right? They're I creating, see. they're exacerbating the problem instead of fixing it. And they don't really care, right? Obviously, something for them to do.
0: They're just following orders.
1: They're just following orders.
0: He says our situation is bad, but a lot of people are much worse. Things can be absurd, but also true. We can get cake easily, but not meat and fruit. Hmm. He says. Time to invent meat cake. Yeah.
2: What the meat cake?
0: So. It's an absolutely insane situation, and uh, you can see some of these videos. Just search uh, Twitter for Shanghai, and you'll find video after video. But try searching the mainstream media for Shanghai, and it's just like generic maybe a generic story about how they're in lockdown and some dog got killed accidentally by one worker, even though we saw footage of multiple dogs dead on the streets being handled by multiple uh fully hazmat suited workers they're allegedly according to people that are on the streets they're killing people's dogs well there's certainly there's certainly
1: not much about the forced organ harvesting that's going on that's for sure
0: yeah you had something to say about that captain do you have a story regarding that if so bring it up we're going to talk first to major pain in michigan you're on free talk live
3: Hey, Captain, I don't think most people caught that. I thought that was pretty funny, One hundred ways, 101 ways to walk your dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I try and slide some humor in there every now and again when nobody's paying attention. You're you're, you're quick yeah, on it, though.
3: It was the quickie. You had to be listening tight. it. But, uh, yeah, I remember back in, the, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s, you remember those fur-lined snorkel parkas that they sold, the green ones with the fuzzy hoods? You zipped it all the way up, and you were looking out this fur-lined tube. You remember those coats? No. No. The, they, they, were, they were famous for Arctic Explorers and whatnot, because they just gave you this
0: tunnel. I'm not sure what you're getting to, Major. Stand by. We'll uh, continue here in moments. So the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty.
2: Sounds like a Snuggie.
0: That's 603- 603. <laughs> a wedgie? 283 You can join us here, whether you want to comment on Shanghai or whatever's going on where you are, because... They get away with this in Shanghai, they can certainly get away with it in a lot of the rest of the planet and most of it they've already gotten away with. It's Free Talk Live. Yeah! It's Free Talk Live and you can join us here the number 6032836160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian
2: and Bonnie,
1: and the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass is here.
0: Don't forget, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. The features are free. We have a social media platform uh, that is run by us, so it's not some sort of big tech mega corporation that's involved. It is an open source, self hosted, federated system called Mastodon, and you can go and join our version of it over at social.freetalklive.com. That is social.freetalklive.com. I want to go back to the phones here, and then uh, more on what's going on in Shanghai—the insane lockdown that has, for many in the city, lasted 22 days, so three more than three weeks now. Uh, we go to um, uh, back to Michigan, where Major Payne is on the line. Major, I'm not sure what you were driving at. Uh, go ahead with your thoughts.
3: All right, let me give you guys a visual of this coat. You guys all remember Kenny from South Park, right? Oh, yep. Snugged up in that hood. Well, imagine that hood with just a little longer, longer snorkel on it, and it's all trimmed in with this fine wolf coyote-looking fur.
1: Oh, I know and what you're Chinese, talking about. Yeah, the, the
3: Chinese were selling us these coats for probably ten years, and then Peter got wind that these were uh, these these were dog the hair. Oh, the trim on, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were German shepherds, and you know whatever they could raise that looked like a coyote or something.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't like German Shepherds, so
0: that's hey. Did you wear it. a
1: coat of their fur? Yes. Oh German Shepherds this are Just to scare awesome. them when they're around me. <laughs> German Shepherds are uh, so awesome. I knew Captain that. As, but... as far
3: as the inspections being spread through the testing, I remember when this thing first busted out and they were wanting to sw- shove a swab up everybody's nose.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, somebody, somebody grabbed one and ran out of the testing facility, and they whacked it in half and tested it. And uh, sure enough, what would it, it would take to give you COVID was inside the
0: swab. Interesting claims. You it halfway
3: into your brain.
0: Thanks, Major, for the call tonight. Let's go to uh, someone calling themselves Anonymous, calling from Washington State, uh, listening in the Spokane area, I presume. Go ahead, Anonymous.
10: Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Havana syndrome. And what is that? And 60 Minutes had done. Um, they weren't really quite sure. I'm going to go ahead and call it out as DO, which is a direct energy weapon. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of people being affected by it.
0: Uh, direct Whether energy really weapons. Knows. So would this be like something that the police would use at a protest to yeah, um, make somebody correct. feel like their chest is burning or something like that? hmm mm-hmm. Okay. Correct.
10: And where are cause, people even affected? Or even to cause, excuse me, hold on. Or even to cause complete entire crowds to drop.
0: Hmm, okay.
2: Okay, and where are these people that you said are being affected
10: by this? Um, are all over the place. It depends on which, when you were on the internet, look back into 2012. Just for
1: 2012. our, uh, just for our listeners who don't have any idea what we're talking about. Uh, Havana syndrome, Havana syndrome, Havana syndrome is an alleged set of medical symptoms with unknown causes experienced mostly abroad by U S government officials and military personnel. Symptoms range in severity from pain and ringing in the ears to cognitive difficulties and were first reported in 2016 by U.S. and Canadian embassy staff in Havana, Cuba, which is why it's called Havana Hmm. Syndrome. Okay. So there's mysterious ailments.
10: No, no, this isn't just mysterious ailments. These are things that come and go. Um, We're talking about enough, enough of an electromagnetic frequency to change heart rates. Which affect people who have had heart transplants and
0: stuff like that. So, are you? Um, uh, what is it that inspired make, you to bring this up tonight? Are you suffering from this?
10: Um, yeah, I have been hit with it several times. I agreed to help the military explain to our local sheriff, Ozzy Knevinich, um, about how direct energy uh, energy weapons work. Because, so, you work for the military? The factor. No, I went through a military tribunal when I was thirteen for being raped and molested.
0: Oh my! Okay.
10: Yeah, yeah. So I'm coming out really strong right now, and this is this is what I was meant to do. This is for my. So
0: let me just see if I'm following you. You're saying that you believe the military is targeting you as a victim of uh, this directed energy weapon.
10: I am being targeted not just by the military on certain levels, but and the human work factor. A lot of yeah, they're hitting there right now.
0: They're hitting you right now.
10: Yeah, because I'm in a mental hospital. Oh, and I've been trying to find ways to get help out of this.
0: How did you end up in the mental I'm hospital? I'm a civilian.
10: I am not a. They used it on me to try and show some executive from Disney how they're able to control people.
0: How do you in know that?
10: Areas for parks. How do I know that? Yeah. Do I know do that massive Disney... amounts of reading. I do massive amounts of reading for Showtime. I do massive amounts of reading for a lot of different shows.
0: So what and how would that reveal that the I used executives to do of in Disney in the 2000s are... let me finish.
10: What I used to do in the 2000s was data mining for Chernobyl. And how all that came about.
0: Chernobyl the defunct so, uh,
10: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nuclear
0: power facility?
10: Right. And and remember, they just did a whole show about Chernobyl on HBO?
0: No, I don't watch much Did you go to
10: Chernobyl? No, I was not allowed to go to Chernobyl, but one of my best friends is from Chernobyl, and they were there. Actually, it's called Kiev, not just Chernobyl. Chernobyl is not a city or a state or a country. It is the piece of property that they're fighting over between Russia and the Ukraine.
2: I thought Chernobyl was the place that melted down. I
10: thought that, yeah, that was the new yeah. Congratulations! Why don't go go look on it? Its closest nearest city is Kiev.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so so you worked for the Ukrainian government, was, or
10: no? I was a Girl Friday for somebody who was a Rear Admiral in the Navy. What is in a
0: the, Girl
2: Friday?
10: I helped him with data input, data output. I was one of the first people to use Google for direct data mining back in the year 2000 2001
0: okay so uh, I'm just trying to get a, a handle on on what you're saying here so you worked for you didn't you weren't in the military but you I worked did not for work
10: for I am a private volunteer
0: a volunteer why would you volunteer yeah. your time to assist with the Chernobyl
10: to clean up to clean up of the web of Chernobyl and to clean and it, it up personal, what do you mean by yeah. that you guys understand the web is in certain parts, right? There's dark web, there's light web, there's kid web, even. And they're making sure right now that
0: they've Never heard of that one. Seeing... I've heard of the dark web before, and I know that there's right. that which is not the dark web, which they tend to call the clear right. web. I've never heard of kid web, though.
10: Oh, it's called clear web? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, kid web, I would say, yes, net, clear channel radio, different. Um, oh, hold on. I'm struggling right now, really, to get my thoughts together. And you guys just splattered them all over the place. I called to talk about Havana Syndrome.
5: Yes. And how
10: somebody in into a DOD site and exposed all these things to a bunch of GP, which I just GP? called general public. Okay. General public. hmm GP. Okay. Because we are not the person who I am. And I'm asked you to call me a specific thing for those reasons. I'm getting a little
0: bit lost here, uh, Anonymous. So why were you put in the mental facility?
10: Because I threw a phone out my window.
0: Your car window? Your home window?
10: My home window onto another roof.
0: Because somebody
10: left a Bible out there. Don't worry about it.
0: Why would that get you put into a mental facility?
10: Exactly. That's kind of what I'm asking. Why am I here?
0: How long have why you been there?
10: I've been here almost three weeks now.
0: Okay. So and I haven't been
10: able to be online.
0: They took you against your will, I presume, been right? Using this was my an. Computer. This was an involuntary commitment, as they call it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, in most Actually, states, it was
10: voluntary at first because I didn't understand why I kept having these these glitches. I call them glitches. And so there, you
0: I'm voluntarily admitted yourself into it. a mental facility? No. Okay, you just said you did.
10: I agreed to go with the ambulance, and from the ambulance, they put me in the the mental hospital, not mm. from me agreeing to go. Okay.
0: Have you had any kind of court hearing since they have put you in there?
10: I have another one coming up this week.
0: So you've had more Monday than you've had a court days. hearing, and the judge uh, refused to let you out of the facility. Right. Okay. And did they stay uh, stay why?
10: this This is what I'm saying. I believe a lot of people like myself who have had these direct energy attacks due to us not following along with the government narrative that they want us to follow along with.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting okay, theory, and uh, thank you, Anonymous, it. for the call tonight. There are a lot of people that are you know, paranoid about this kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, for all the people that I know that are anti-government, I don't know a single one of them that have been targeted by these direct- Well, also, I don't weapons. know
2: a lot of people who are anti-government who volunteered to work with them. It's just like, if you volunteer to work with them, they might do crazy stuff to you, and That's I could believe it.
0: Uh, I I do wish you the best at getting out of the facility, though. It sucks when people are trapped against their will. Yeah, good luck. Uh, There's more coming up here. Hour number three is on the way. You can join us on Free Talk Live.
6: Free Talk Live.
0: Free Talk Live. Coming up, we'll tell you about what the Chinese are doing to the Uyghur Muslims. I know, Captain, you had a story about that on the way here. We still have to get to that. Uh, But first, a little bit more about the insane lockdown going on in Shanghai on day number 22 in many parts of the city. The entire city is locked down. The guy we were reading some of the posts from earlier, Jared T. Nelson, he's on Twitter, and uh, has been locked down with his family of four there. He's been talking about it over the last several days uh, in detail. He did show a map from the Chinese government with all these little points on it of red and orange and yellow colorations. And, of course, the red means it's you know a lot of COVID cases and then so on, less and less. And so, in theory, he says that if an area gets to zero cases, then they'll let people out of their homes. But, of course, this this originally what was intended to be a five-day lockdown is now going on its fourth week uh, at this point. With you tonight, by the way, it's Ian. And
2: Bonnie.
1: And the captain.
0: And we've been sharing with you some of the sounds of uh, Shanghai from videos that people are are capturing from inside their apartments because they're not allowed to even leave. Initially, they were allowed to leave their apartment to go to a checkpoint and retrieve groceries that they might have ordered if the groceries came uh, but now they're not even allowed out of their house with the exception of two people per building who are asked to volunteer to retrieve everyone else's groceries for them. That's the current status as of uh, the last 24 hours. They changed the rules on them. But we played some of the audio which one of them was absolutely ha- just harrowing with screams and howls coming from all over the city. Somebody was, It was nighttime, so sound travels uh, easier at, at night. Somebody recording out their balcony and just the, the noise, the cacophony of just human suffering coming across was absolutely stunning. But it's not just humans that are suffering now. It's also animals. And here's another clip. You've got five dogs tearing at what I presume to be a corpse of a cat uh, in the streets in Shanghai. According to the caption, these are abandoned pets. Why were they abandoned? Well, because their owners were taken to quarantine centers. Oh, good lord. So for those dogs that haven't been put to death on the streets by the Chinese so-called authorities, which we were also talking about that earlier, they are apparently just killing people's pets out in the streets due to COVID. Uh, Those that haven't been put to death, many of them are simply running wild in the streets and killing each other now at this point because there's no one around to feed them. Normally, you know, dogs get fed by people who yeah. care about dogs, even ones that are on the streets. People will stop, right, and they'll 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 get some dog food. They'll put it down. They'll feed the dogs. But there's nothing like that right now.
1: Well, man's best friend or not, uh, animals are self sufficient when the chips are down. Yeah, they're gonna do what they can to yeah. survive.
0: Uh, and then there's another another video here of men with uh, with these hazmat suits on. Uh, Kat, it's saying here. Uh, ever, uh, Scott underscore Wang underscore on Twitter says dogs are taken away by someone from the Shanghai government. So brutal, we don't know what they'll do to these dogs. But the old news that these people killed animals during this pandemic period in Shanghai has already told the truth. And then what you see happening in this video is these two men. They have like one of those little bucket trucks. I don't know what you. They kind of look like a, a motorized wagon, basically yeah. a long wagon. Uh, like a three wheeler, and in the back of this, they're, they're prodding and what appears to be a live dog with these metal tongs and dragging the thing across the pavement to put him into a uh, this vehicle with other dogs in it right now, and they're just they're being as. As awful as they can be to these animals it 's just absolutely horrifying this is there 's more than one video now this you look in the mainstream media and you 'll see stories about how one worker abused an animal in yeah. in Shanghai, and the government says he went too far. but the reality of it is this is policy it is policy to torture and abuse these dogs and take them from people 's homes and put them to death that 's what 's happening in shanghai and there 's more than one video. Uh, showing it. It's horrible. So uh, that's what I have uh, for our sh- for Shanghai. There's a little bit more, but let's get into what's going on with the uh, the Uyghurs. Captain, you've got an well, update for us.
1: So previously on Free Talk Live, we talked about the Uyghurs, which are, a, uh, I believe, a religion, if I'm not mistaken, or a specific subset of a They're religion. They're Muslim. Yep. And how the Chinese government had been specifically targeting them Mm-hmm. Uh, shades of Genocide.
0: Putting them in re education camps. Right.
1: And then out of those stories came some stories of of some of those folks who had been put into these re education camps uh, dying mm-hmm. for unknown reasons. And some investigation. Or never coming back. Some investigation showed that um, they were likely being harvested. for Organ harvest. organs. Right. Uh, mm. And because, you know, nobody seems to care about this particular subset of you know these religious people that it was uh, hugely underreported well mm-hmm. uh, this is from a website called and I've never been here before but it's called VictimsofCommunism.org. of communism.org okay uh, from april 4th chinese transplant surgeons executed prisoners by heart extraction a new study finds yikes so if that's
2: the way you die that's really terrifying if if they don't mean that they executed them and then took their heart. I mean, it's horrible to get killed. Yeah, you're saying they
0: might pull the, out the
1: heart live while yeah. the person's alive? Oh, my God.
2: Because that's what it makes it sound like by the headline, mm-hmm. executed by heart transplant.
1: Today, a new research report on China's system of organ harvesting, authored by Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. China studies fellow and Ph.D. candidate in political science. At the Australian National University, Matthew P. Robertson and Dr. Jacob Levy, Director of Heart Transplantation Unit at the Sheba Medical Center in Israel, was published in the American Journal of Transplantation. The full report uh, they have a link to in this article. Together, the report authors examined over 120,000 Chinese language medical publications and uncovered evidence that medical professionals in the PRC Removed organs from living humans for the purposes of transplants in the process, killing them.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Well, you're not going to survive a heart removal, that's for sure. Many of the condemned are political prisoners and prisoners of conscience, Hmm. according to the study. The analyzed papers illustrate how healthcare professionals become executioners. The examples uncovered in this report detail highly irregular practices by the surgeons, while the operations take place, indicating that their subjects were still alive throughout the procedure. The study identified 71 papers describing procedures carried out in 56 hospitals wow. in 33 different cities across 15 provinces, involving 348 medical professionals or researchers.
0: That's uh, it's a policy if it's in that many
1: places simultaneously. It, is. Uh, it certainly is. I mean, yeah. you can't call it anything It's else. not a freak occurrence. These papers included cases where donors were intubated after they were declared brain dead, were intubated immediately before their organs were extracted or were ventilated by mask only.
2: Mm. And people here in the United States think that it's impossible or just a conspiracy theory that the hospitals were the ones killing people during COVID by prescribing them remdesivir mm-hmm. and giving them the lung Breather machine when they don't need it. What is that machine? Respirator? Respirator, right. When they don't need it. People think, oh, a doctor would never do that. Well, they did. Looks like in China, they've gone well beyond that. And
1: the practice of forced organ harvesting, which in my opinion should never even be a term forced organ harvesting, uh, breaks two long established taboos in medicine the dead donor rule, which forbids extraction or extracting transplant organs from living donors, and the injunction against physicians participating in executions. These practices violate medical ethics and assault human dignity and the sanctity of life.
0: Well, the physicians are going to do what they're told when uh, Chinese agents with guns come in and say, you do what we say or you get put to death.
2: Especially if for probably centuries, I don't know, the medical establishment has been controlled by the government.
1: Only under a predatory government with little transparency, accountability, or rule of law could such practices persist. There's more on the way here. The number, if
0: you want to join us, 603-283-6160. We're focusing on China here tonight, but of course your calls are welcome about whatever is on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160.
1: Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian.
0: And Bonnie. And the captain. And we're talking about both humans and animals being tortured and murdered in China they, of course, have been torturing the and killing the Chinese Uyghur Muslims for a long time. They're they're people that tend to live, I believe, in the sort of the northwestern section of China. I if think you get over right. that's what I've heard. Kazakhstan and uh, in that that uh, that direction. Uh, they've been rounding rounding them up. They've been putting them in so called re education camps, and some of them never come back. And according to what you're sharing here tonight, Captain, some of them are actually having their hearts removed while they're still alive, and then presumably those hearts are being used to give transplants to Communist Party officials or something
1: like that? That's the presumption. Yeah. Uh, Unless they're eating them or something even more bizarre. Well, and this article doesn't specifically mention the the Uyghurs, so I don't know... Like so this how, could be anybody. how widespread this is. The first time we talked about it here on Free Talk Live was it was specific to the Uyghurs. Well, that's now that's it's saying prisoners. So. Now, right now, it's just it's saying prisoners. prisoners and like,
0: oh, yeah, because you did say it was like 15 provinces, and I don't right. know how many provinces there are in China, but uh, right, so
1: so my guess is they had a uh, you know a beta program, mm-hmm. uh, you know they conducted with the, the the Uyghurs, and that went so well. That they've expanded that now to the general population. And so now they're harvesting organs from, well, anybody the state doesn't like, apparently. 16, you said 15 provinces.
0: The People's Republic of China has 31. And it's kind of like the uh, the United States, where the states are larger to the west. Yeah. Uh, same thing's true in China. So the western areas of China, which is where the Muslims tend to live, are much larger provinces. So if there's 15, we're definitely talking about just prisoners in general
1: here at this point. So the article continues. Uh, China, in recent years, has developed one of the largest and most sophisticated systems of organ transplantation in the world – with wait times far shorter than most in other countries. I wonder why. The huh. PRC maintains that as of now, all organ transplants are from willing donors, <laughs> but the numbers appear to be falsified, according to Robertson and Levy's previous research. Oh, God. Moreover, hospitals continue to advertise short wait times for organ transplants, huh. and websites continue to advertise commercial organ transplants to tourists. This wow. suggests that voluntary donors are likely not the only source of organs at present. Wow. They're just like calling up the prison and have them send somebody over fresh. I, like there's one thing to be said for like the free market. Mm-hmm. Right? If you get two of a thing right, and maybe you give one away, it helps a guy or maybe they're willing to pay you for it. Like you a know. kidney or something? Yeah, something like that. Like there's one thing to be said for that type of a transaction. Mm-hmm. It's a private transaction. Completely voluntary, everybody mm-hmm. knows the risks up front, you've been checked out, you know, that kind of thing. There's one thing to be said for that, but it's a whole different thing for people to have organs harvested from them uh, involuntarily and then, of yeah. course, dying as a result. Well, we're not talking about a free market here. We're talking about China, which is a communist country. Correct. And yeah. then, of course, they're advertising, so they're acting in a, a market way by advertising. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that, oh, yeah, come to China. We'll get you the organ you need. Oh, you need that spleen? You need that heart? Yeah, come on over. We got it for you. Yeah. Come on down to used wands, you know, that's uh, W O N, not J U A N, mm. right? Used well, to wands, used organs. That's These scary. findings, anyway, have dire implications not just for the healthcare system in China, but for the world. China has become a center of medical tourism, mm-hmm. broadcasting advertisements for guaranteed ready-to-go transplants in many languages. In no other country could someone expect to order an organ and have it ready when they arrive. Mm. In addition, China's increasing influence on world health care institutions means that doctors in the West may unknowingly become implicated in covering up Beijing's atrocities. Mm, how's that? If the COVID pandemic has shown anything... Then it's the implications of China having a leadership role in the World Health Organization and other such international healthcare bodies. Um, so uh, oftentimes doctors will work with other doctors across borders and that type of a thing. So if uh, a recommendation is made to you know Bob, who needs a you know he needs a heart, right? And mm-hmm. a doctor you know somewhere outside of China is like, oh go talk to my buddy in China, you know, without but, knowing without knowing any the source of, the, the source of it. You know, mm-hmm. guy goes through with it. He may get, you know... A kickback? Yeah, I mean, but then, like, the guy needing the operation, you know, may have have his life saved, but at the Mm -hmm. expense of somebody else. Mm -hmm. You
0: know, it it does bring up the interesting question about what about the marketplace? I mean, what other sort of innovations would we see as far as if people were free to actually sell their organs? Would we see people voluntarily choosing, let's say that they're otherwise not well yeah and they are told hey look you know you've got a terminal illness but your organs are otherwise good like the illness isn't affecting them or something like that if you'll go ahead and consent to being offed now rather than dying in six months we can use your organs to you know give to whomever and we'll pay your family or something like that so there might be some sort of arrangements that could incentivize
1: cover people the to, funeral expenses, or you know, put a nice chunk for uh, right. a college fund or something like that. Yeah, and,
0: and maybe some people on death row would would choose, you know, uh, to have themselves chopped up rather than stay in death row because it's a pretty awful circumstance. I don't know. I just it maybe it wouldn't be as hard as as uh, people think it is to uh, well, to actually get people to volunteer for this,
1: death although row, they're under coercion. Death row, kind of, of course, case. involves the state, but yeah. If there were, uh, if there were market, uh, I mean, if the market exists, the market will provide. So, sure. there obviously is a market for this type of a thing. Now, of course, the
0: best solution is to just grow the organs, right? And have some sort of a stem cell
1: cloning or whatever. I mean, we're probably pretty close to that happening. One would think so. Yet, uh, we've done stories here on Free Talk Live about uh, recently uh, doctors transplanting a, a pig's heart into a human. He died, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it did work for a minute, sure. So, yeah. you know, the medical folks, for lack of a better term, are figuring stuff like this out. Uh, would it be better if the free market were at work? Of yes, course as long it would, yeah. as, of course it would, as long as it were you know following ethics, following some sort of uh, you know principled stance, right? And, and if
2: everything was. Uh- out in the open, like yes. people knew exactly where it was coming from, then the unethical people wouldn't make it in the, in the free market.
1: Right, that's a good point. Right. So
0: uh, this is, th- is probably just the state saying, "Oh, here's a way to reduce our prison costs. Yeah. For every single person that needs some sort of organ, we can cut down our prison population by one, and and from their perspective, everybody wins."
1: The uh, ambassador Andrew Bremberg, VOC president and CEO, said of the report. The CCP's organ harvesting practices exposed by this report clearly violate basic medical ethics and are an assault on human dignity. The U.S. and all who profess to believe in medical ethics must take action to hold the CCP accountable and demand greater transparency. It's
0: just the latest assault on human dignity. I mean, right now they're locking down 26 million people in Shanghai. Uh, They're abducting and murdering people's animals. It's just absolutely insane what's going on over there. If you want to weigh in, you can join us here. 603-283-6160 it's free talk live you can join us here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight you have got ian
2: and bonnie
0: and the captain Uh, We will take your calls and thoughts about whatever is on your mind. also want to invite you to ForkFest, the 6th annual ForkFest. It's a decentralized libertarian camping event that happens in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire at Rogers Campground. Same place it has always been. It'll be the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year. And the Porcupine Freedom Festival is oversold at this point. They have sold more than the number of tickets than they sold last year they've gone past their limit i don't know when they're going to cut off the sales but it's yeah, probably I soon
2: last year they were complaining that there were too many people there taking up the facilities stuff like that so i do not know they were going to sell more tickets this year
0: they are going to sell uh, more i don't know whether the uh, the cutoff has happened yet it's going to be a huge event there's definitely no doubt about that
1: uh, apparently, there's now an aftermarket. So, yeah, I was yeah, going to say they they, they did invent a secondary market. Last year, uh, when they did you know sell out so to speak, uh, they had a problem with like folks trying to sell their tickets to other people and those people getting in. So they developed mm-hmm. a, it kind of mimics the sport markets, right? Mm-hmm. When you know you try and buy a ticket to a sporting event, oh they're all sold out. You go to the secondary market. It's kind of like that where people who bought their tickets for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, and like, oh, I can't go now. I changed it, Or sure, like my it job happens. says I can't, whatever, you know, family, yep, you know, something comes, up. something comes up. And so now there's a secondary market for folks who, you know, maybe didn't get in on the original sale. They can go to the secondary market. I think they facilitate that all through social media on like the Facebook. I, yeah, think. I don't know.
0: But you can see that over at porkfest.com on the tickets page. They've yep. got links there. Uh, but you don't need a ticket for Forkfest. It's just open. Uh, as all you, uh, you got to do is have a camping site, an RV site, or a motel room with Rogers Campground. And you can do that by contacting them directly at oh, Rogers yeah. Campground. They've got a website. They've got a phone number. You just get your campsite, and you're good to go for ForkFest. Make sure you get it between June 27th and July 3rd. That's when most of the ForkFesters will be there. But again, it's a completely unofficial, decentralized event. There's no organizer. There's no bureaucracy. There's no central community or committee or whatever. So it's just whatever it is you want to make happen is what happens. And at that Fork means Fest. fun, It does. It also means it's a little more laid back. There's uh, not any structure per se, unless you want to create some. It's up to you. Go to ForkFest.party, and you can connect with other ForkFest attendees there on the Telegram or Matrix chat rooms or the ForkFest forum, ForkFest.party. It's June 27th through July 3rd. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Captain, you had a little bit more you wanted to share from this story about people taking organs in China from presumably non-consenting parties and then transferring them into the bodies of people who are needing an operation. Who have paid. Yeah. And, and sometimes uh, they've been
1: advertised to for this specific service.
0: And we believe these tend to be prisoners uh, that they are taking, but there's not a whole lot of detail about where the organs are coming from.
1: Yeah, prisoners or uh, folks the government doesn't like and is thrown you know, mm-hmm. into some sort of a, a camp or whatever. Uh, th- so this is all based on some reporting that had been put together by a couple of people. Uh, The report builds on previous research into Beijing's forced organ harvesting scheme, including the China Tribunal, an independent tribunal that in 2019 determined that Beijing was engaging in this atrocity. It also intersects with the work on genocide in Xinjiang after millions of Uyghur Muslims became subject to extra-legal incarceration. Mm. Thus far, Beijing has refused to engage with work done on this issue by witnesses and other qualified researchers, and officials have not provided serious explanations that would refute the evidence. Why should they? It's not like, you know, anyone's going to invade them over this. They're China. Dr. Arthur Kaplan, midi-professor of bioethics and director of division of medical ethics at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine, stated about the report... It has been clear for some time that human rights abuses in the field of transplantation have been ongoing in the PRC. Mm-hmm. The volume of transplants done there is not consistent with voluntary donation rates from cadaver sources. Mm-hmm. Many still argue, however, that hard evidence of the killing of persons to derive mm-hmm. organs for transplant is missing. Sure. This, How are you going to get that? Yeah, I I have no idea. I mean, if it if there's a
0: doctor in China who has the morality to where he wants to reveal this program right because the doctors know what's going on and he does well okay he's gonna die he's
2: gonna be next he's gonna be
0: next right (laughs) they're they're gonna snatch him up as quickly as possible and do everything they can to delete whatever evidence uh that he has of it so whatever evidence comes out it's gonna come and it's gonna go congratulations mr smith you've got the spleen of a doctor yeah Uh, it's just uh you know most of these people they don't want to put their careers on the line they don't want to put their lives on the line they certainly don't want to endanger their families because you know it i don't know if they have this same policy in china but of course in north korea they're infamous for punishing people's families for what the individual has done so even though the family may not know anything about what's going on they may target them simply because they know it will keep the other
1: person in line Uh, This careful review by Robertson and Levy provides incontrovertible proof that healthcare personnel have been involved in obtaining and transplanting vital organs from individuals who did not meet the criteria for declaring them dead. Organ removal has been, as this study shows, the cause of death for some where transplants occurred. This abhorrent conduct is a grievous violation of medical ethics human rights, and basic human dignity. Killing for parts cannot be accepted as a part of the field of transplantation by governments, NGOs, healthcare providers, scientific journals, or the general public. The problem is if governments accept
0: it, then there's nothing you can do about it. Well, governments ho- are doing it.
2: Hopefully these doctors from other countries start hearing about this and stop suggesting their patients go there.
1: Well, and, and that's the other thing. When folks... You know, are talking about, oh, government this, government that, government necessary, and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Most of the most horrific things that have occurred in human history have occurred by government. Not by individuals acting Absolutely. individually, but by whole gangs of people hallucinating th- themselves the authority to do these horrific things because it's legitimized because we put some uniforms on some people. Wasn't it?
0: Uh, hundreds of millions were killed by governments in the twentieth century alone.
1: One hundred twenty million. I don't yeah, know, okay. a couple More hundred million, but whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Lose yeah. Democide. Yeah. Go, yeah.
2: How long is a serial killer gonna? Uh be able to get get away with killing people and harvesting their organs how many people could they do a year and get away with it but there this has 300 i think he said practitioners involved who knows how many individual cases of alive organ harvesting they've done
0: well here's the other thing it's like okay yeah the point earlier i think bonnie you made it was well maybe doctors will stop sending people to china for these transplants but from the side of the person who wants to get the transplant, if you need a heart, yeah. then you are probably going to be incentivized to not pay close attention to from where the heart was sourced. Well, then right.
2: you do need a heart.
0: I see what you're saying. <laughs> a different kind of heart. <laughs> but people tend to change their behavior you know, based when on- When it comes to survival. Necessity, yeah. right? And they're like we're talking about with the uh, Shanghai, where people are finally h- hitting the streets. They're finally leaving their- uh, their homes. Why they're starving? Yeah. There's there was footage I saw from again, just looking through t- just Twitter, just searching Shanghai. Uh, footage allegedly of a huge crowd of people ransacking a grocery store just simply because they're hungry
1: and they're desperate, and that's all they've got now. Yeah, I I really feel for uh, many people on this planet, uh, particularly the folks in China right now, who are the subject of horrific treatment in in many different ways
0: here's another example for you so one of the one of the things that's happening to the people that are locked down in Shanghai is if you need medical assistance let's say you're having a heart attack or something is happening to you that's not COVID related you can't get into a hospital one guy old man uh, somebody's father was put into an ambulance which went back and forth starting at 8 a.m. to several hospitals and not one of them admitted him now he's laying outside of his neighborhood's committee entrance gate. No one's helping this guy. And that's not the only story like that. There's more coming up. Free Talk Live. We have just enough time for you. If you want to get on the line with us, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight is Ian.
2: And Bonnie.
1: And the captain.
0: You can join us online anytime you want. Just head over to freetalklive.com. we got a video site. It's called Odyssey. We stream live to Odyssey every single night. And that means you can also watch the videos at your leisure, on demand, anytime you want. Just go to video.freetalklive.com. And you can do that there. And follow our channel, please, at video.freetalklive.com. Because we're kind of odd, you see? (laughs) There you go. Odyssey. Uh, Video.freetalklive.com. We've been talking a lot about Shanghai tonight, uh, sharing some crazy stuff that we're seeing happening on social media. That's where you have to go if you want to get the real story about Shanghai. The mainstream media is whitewashing this. They're ignoring it. Uh, Yeah. If you want to see what's happening, you got to see the footage.
1: And like it's it's 2022, right? Not the year. Look at your computer. It is. Just want to make sure. (laughs) Make sure I didn't have like a uh, uh, what do you call it? The Berenstein Bears. Uh,
2: Mandela Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah.
1: Make sure I didn't travel through to another dimension. I was about to
2: say like an aneurysm. (laughs) Didn't have like a you know. Uh,
1: Okay, a little different. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's 2022, and here we sit. There are multiple, like, every form of government really is just a horrific version of government. Uh, They only use one thing to get their way, and that's violence and coercion. So, like, they're all horrific uh, ways of organizing society, supposedly, which they don't do. Hmm. uh, Or if they claim to, they do a poor job.
2: Creating disharmony.
1: Yeah. And this organization type is responsible for for all of the largest and most heinous human atrocities of all time throughout all of human history. But we need government, Captain. <laughs> no,
0: we don't. But we've always had it. Who will build the roads, Ian? Well, guess what? But I People. Can't,
2: I can't imagine any anything different. So, Captain, we need them.
0: But what about the military?
1: Uh, just because somebody's imagination is limited doesn't make the largest most murderous and uh, anti-human organization type uh, that has ever existed, uh, deserves to exist. Captain, we just need to elect the right people. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? It's worked so far, Terribly. hasn't it?
0: It's terrible. The whole system is garbage and no changes yeah. to it and, are going to make it any and, better. And and who
1: decided that a popularity contest is the best way for society to uh, sort of uh, uh, you know make its way? Like, they I, did. How did how did that even like? What a horrible idea! And like, they can't even do that right, right? Something like uh, what are these uh, crappy TV shows? The The Voice and uh, American Idol, American Idol, mm-hmm. and the the singer, whatever these are, right? They do a much better job of having an election than the government does, just as a process. Now, uh, you combine that with, of course, uh, the fact that governments use only one thing, and that's violence and coercion, uh, to get their way. I can't see any reason for it to exist. And if the government does end up doing something positive somewhere along the line in its life, uh, it doesn't excuse all of the horrific crap that they're causing.
0: Solid rant, Captain. Let's go to Stephanie on the line here. Stephanie, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yes, hello. Um, I'm sorry I'm coming in late. I just discovered your uh, radio show, and uh, I caught the tail end of some conversation about uh, crypto. I hope it's okay if I just go back and ask you one question. Sure. Have, you, have you discussed the possible future reality of the government taxing crypto? Oh,
0: they already are trying to do that. I believe they put some question on the IRS forms fairly high up about people buying crypto. They want them to somehow calculate how much they've either gained or lost off of whatever crypto that they've purchased and then pay the IRS capital gains tax on that. So they're already working on that.
9: Yes. Well, you know, that's something to consider as a contraindication for that
0: for crypto oh yeah they're they're trying everything they can to scare people away from cryptocurrency there's absolutely no doubt about that uh but the reality is there are ways to purchase crypto that are sort of off the books uh you can buy from other individuals who will you know voluntarily sell it to you that way there's not some sort of paper trail and there's not
2: going to be a way to get cbdc off the books and not pay taxes on it
0: no doubt No doubt. So, if if for those that are interested in finding those off-the-books methods, I recommend contacting local cryptocurrency groups and getting to know your cryptocurrency uh, using neighbors and connect directly to them. There are, of course, websites that allow you to connect uh, person-to-person for selling. They tend to have some scam artists on them, so you do need to be uh, fairly careful. And if you really need to, of course, if you go through One of the centralized exchanges. I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. I can't give you know, or an accountant, so I can't give tax advice. Because my understanding, they can only tax you in the United States when you sell the cryptocurrency for dollars. So the purchase of cryptocurrency is tantamount to purchasing gold or silver or something like that. It's the selling of it and the profiting from it in the form of dollars is what they are taxing. So just the purchase of crypto isn't going to necessarily. set them off on you, I guess, my understanding.
9: Oh, thank you very much. That's an excellent explanation. And um, one other quick question. Um, how much of the marketplace uh, do you think, I mean, will it's the crypto. I mean, I'm not involved in crypto, but I, I read and I, you know, I'm observing and seeing what's happening. But uh, I'm wondering... I mean, you know, there's a lot of, most businesses, you know, do not accept crypto. I think
2: yeah. in, in the future, the United States will start falling behind other countries and possibly even turn third world because of the way that the government is treating cryptocurrency. Other countries are not treating cryptocurrency the same way. Some are treating it just as badly, like um in the EU, a lot of their countries mm-hmm. are doing... Uh, They're
0: cracking down. Cracking
2: down on, yeah. on cryptocurrency. But all I can see is that governments who don't understand the value of crypto for their citizens are leading their country into third world uh conditions.
0: that's a good point and there are a few bright yeah. spots out there uh saint Kitts and saint martin are two islands that are very highly uh cryptocurrency accepting places uh, specifically bitcoin cash has been spread around there quite a bit in just recent months. Uh, there's some pretty exciting stuff happening there. Of course, uh, New Hampshire has a couple of little cities, Keene and Portsmouth, where there's uh, several local businesses, maybe over a dozen here in Keene, I think so. uh, that accept crypto. And we're a small town, so you know it, and, it, it, it's a large number. And that's why us. I want...
2: Uh New Hampshire to secede from the Union so we don't have to be involved in whatever the United States decides to do with cryptocurrency.
0: But Stephanie is right in that it is hard to find, in most places, local businesses that accept cryptocurrency. And that's because there just aren't enough people who value the idea of using crypto as a currency.
2: If you're interested in freedom and survival, maybe you should move to uh, New Hampshire, but not if you're not.
0: Indeed.
9: Well, you know... (laughs) It's, I think it's difficult for everybody today. Uh, you know, trying to figure out what is the best move in so many areas because it's just so complex. Everything's so complex, and we all have our individual circumstances.
0: No um, doubt, Stephanie. I think uh, the, the the worst move, of course, in my opinion, is to stick with the dollar because you know that they're going to keep inflating the money supply. That's <laughs> the game with the dollar. That's what they do. Uh, So finding alternatives, whether they be precious metals, cryptocurrency, uh, other things, maybe real estate, investing in capital items for your business. There's a lot of things that you can do with that money. Just don't sit it in dollars or it will go down in value. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to David in New Mexico. David, your thoughts? Yeah, continuing to expose uh, the uh,
11: incestuous and nepotistic nature of the government in New Mexico, including the judiciary. I had told you previously about how the lawyer that uh, fabulously won my case for me with a unanimous win at the New Mexico Court of Appeals. Her name is Jane Yohalem. Thank you, Jane. Jane was very excited when she won that case for me. And now, uh, coincidentally, she is now actually a Court of Appeals judge in New Mexico. Mm. And I don't think Jane ever got the opportunity to uh, know what happened to that court case that she won. But let's inform her, since uh, she'll hear about it indirectly. Jane, when you won that case unanimously, unanimously, and it was remanded back to the lower court, John J. Romero Jr., uh, uh... uh, to uh to the in the words of the uh, decision uh, the judges wrote uh we re- we we reverse m monica zamora's illegal adoption of mr olson's children and remand it back to the lower court to john j romero jr for quote appropriate action uh and the uh, jane what what the lower court did is absolutely nothing john j romero jr yeah. did nothing with it
0: that's the government for you i mean according to the government that yeah. is appropriate action nothing nothing yeah when it comes to your family uh thank you for the call tonight david i we'll definitely appreciate it we'll keep our eyes on what's going on in uh, shanghai there's so much more out there again the probably the best Opinion I've seen about it. The, the best observer, Jared T. Nelson on Twitter. You can follow his uh, posts and see what's going on. We'll see you tomorrow. FreeTalkLive.com.